We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event in weekly Bible study for September 29, 2013, and continuing with our um, documentation of Islamic atrocities, we have this next report. <clears throat> Scores are killed by suicide bomb attack on historic church in Pakistan. Suicide attack on a historic church in northern Pakistan killed at least 78 people. 78! including 34 women and 7 children, in one of the deadliest attacks on the Christian minority in Pakistan in years. More than 100 people had been wounded, and 37 of those were children. They could care less. Women, children, they want to kill everybody. You know? They, the, the mob has way more ethics than anybody in Islam ever would. Okay? Because the mob, on general, doesn't go after the families of people. They can, and I'm not saying they haven't, but in general, the code that the mob would have, or certain really evil gangs, generally speaking, a lot of them, you know, they're, 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 they have more, much more morality than any Islamic uh, Muslim person, because they just want to kill as many people as they can. I'm not saying there's not exceptions, okay, but... In general, so the attack occurred as worshippers left All Saints Church in the old quarter of the regional capital, Peshawar, after a service on Sunday morning. Up to six thousand people had attended and were leaving to receive free food distributed on the lawn outside when two explosions ripped through the crowd. Witnesses reported scenes of mayhem as rescue workers ferried victims from the church, which was scattered with um, severed body parts, shrapnel, and bloodied clothing. Evidence collected from the church confirmed that two suicide bombers had carried out the attack, now burning to hell forever. Oh, sorry, I added that part in. Each bomber carried six kilograms of explosives. Nothing like getting up on a Sunday morning, going into a church covertly, strapped with six kilos of explosives, and just blowing yourself up and sending you to hell. You know, nothing quite like it, you know. I, I can really see the appeal of this, of this, um, Wonderful religion of peace. In March, a Muslim mob swarmed through a Christian neighborhood in the eastern city of Lahore, burning two churches and more than a hundred houses. Christians also frequently find themselves accused of blasphemy under Pakistan's strict blasphemy laws. Because don't you dare utter anything against Allah, because obviously he is a benevolent, you know, wonderful God, and don't you dare say anything or you will die. You know, that they're so tolerant, so peaceful. Anyway, next report. Faces of death, Syria. Obama-backed Pfizer rebels, the same ones that were raping these girls that we talked about earlier, they stormed Christian holy sites, warning Christians to convert or be beheaded. Rebel forces led by al-Qaeda-linked jihadists reportedly captured the Christian village of Malula, situated in the mountains of northern Damascus. Uh, witnesses say... I'm sorry... North, just north of Damascus. Witnesses say Islamists burned churches and attacked homes, forcing hundreds of Syrian Christians to flee. Rebel forces reportedly entered the village last Wednesday after breaking through the government roadblocks. The mandate to Christians by the rebels linked to Al-Qaeda, al uh, which we essentially formed at the beginning, um, and these, these um, FISA rebels... Free Syrian army rebels who we're backing with our, Obama's actively backing with our money, with weapons. These are the same guys, okay? And again, this is all by design because they want to kill anybody that would take on any type of Christian moniker. I don't think a lot of these people are real Christians. I, I would almost guarantee that. A lot of them are Catholics. A lot of them are Orthodox. And a lot of them, and what's really tragic is somebody that's in one of those 
pseudo-Christian, really, cults, and they go and they die because they're supposedly a Christian, and then it goes straight to hell because they were under, they were in some kind of works-based pseudo-Christian cult. That's really tragic. Um, the mandate to the Christians by the rebels linked to Al-Qaeda is based on the Quran. They said, quote, Christian residents were offered four choices. Number one, renounce the idolatry of Christianity and convert to Islam. Two, pay a heavy tribute to the Muslims for the privilege of keeping their heads and their Christian faith. This is known as uh, Jizya. Okay. Three, be killed. Uh, Four, flee for their lives, leaving all their belongings behind. So that they, so that the uh, Muslims can take everything they've got. Some Christians were killed. Some fled. Some tried to pay the uh, jizya, and found it too heavy a burden to bear. After the rebels kept increasing the amount they had to pay, well, they're slime buckets. Of course, they're going to do that. And some were unable to uh, flee or pay, so they converted to Islam to save themselves. Well, you know, I wouldn't have ever advise doing that one. I mean, because hell's a whole lot worse than. Um, uh, anything that the, the um, Muslims can do to you. Now, um, I have a warning on this one. And I haven't looked at this in a while. I just want to make sure this is what I think it is. I have warning beyond, 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 beyond graphic image. I don't want to see this. I just clicked on it just to make sure. I don't want to see it. Got a brief glimpse of it. It's one of these wonderful FISA-backed um, Muslim rebels where all our, our tax money and Obama is backing them. And he's got a Christian that he is just beheaded. Literally, the only thing holding his head on is the back of the, the, the back, okay? And he's got his, 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 his head pulled up and it's just all of his neck and, and, and all of the, uh, you know, he's, he's basically about 95% beheaded. And that's the wonderful picture they want to convey to the world. Okay? I would assume that guy's a real Christian. Because if you're willing to die for Jesus Christ as a martyr, you know, most people that don't have a real genuine relationship with Jesus Christ are not going to be willing to do what that guy did. When it comes down to it. You know what I mean? When it really, really comes down to it, when the rubber meets the road, when you're facing death, and I would assume that guy was a real Christian. And, I mean, all of this, you know, it's really hard for me to just even hold back because it just makes my blood boil seeing all of this this type of, of unbelievably horrific satanic behavior. And we're, we're behind, I mean, uh, America is behind this. I mean, I'm not saying my listeners, myself, but we're giving these devils money. We're supplying them with weapons. We're backing them. And, and um, it's, it's a really tough pill for me to, to swallow. So I wouldn't advise clicking on that link. Um, I, don't, I don't see a need for us to see that. The Bible says I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. But I had to at least source the article itself. And I do have a huge warning there. I don't like looking at that kind of stuff. Um, I just don't see any Christian reason... To do that, uh, I don't like to see people get beheaded, or I can't stand that stuff. 
Um, anyway, Obama, next report, Obama's silent on Syrian rebel forces forcing Christians to convert to Islam. Terrified Christians claim Syrian rebels ordered them to convert to Islam on pain of death when they liberated their ancient village. Uh, opposition forces, including fighters linked to Al-Qaeda, um, gained temporary control of the Christian village of Malula after fighting with regime forces. One resident said the rebels, many of whom had beards and shouted Allah Akbar, meaning Allah is great. It doesn't mean God is great. It means Allah is great. Okay. They attacked Christian homes and churches shortly after moving into the village. They shot and killed people. I heard gunshots. And when I saw three bodies lying on the middle of the street in the old quarters of the village. So where's good old President Obama to see what has befallen us? Because these are the same people that we're funding. Again. So another Christian resident said, I saw militants grabbing five villagers and threatening them, saying, either you convert to Islam or you will be beheaded. Another one in church had been torched and the gunmen stormed into two other churches and robbed them. And would almost guarantee all these people were probably disarmed when they came into this uh, village. And this is the fruit. And when you have demon-possessed madmen and you're disarmed, well, <laughs> prepare to meet your maker unless God intervenes. You know, I'm not saying God can't intervene and, and protect somebody, but I'm just saying this is why they want to disarm us. Because they want to turn these types of animals, whether it's foreign troops, whether it's Islam, whether it's a police state, that's what they want to turn loose on America. And it'll have the same exact effect because when you're unarmed, you know, how are you going to really protect yourself? So this is, this is what their agenda is, and, and it's very obvious. Okay, so this is an, the next report. And it is entitled, uh, Obama-backed rebels seize Bibles and food aid. A new video out of Syria shows piles of Bibles and food aid seized by the opposition rebels. Another reminder that the militants who are being supported by the Obama administration are hostile to the country's Christian community. <laughs> I think that's an understatement. The clip shows a member of a militant group that has been responsible for terrorist acts and other atrocities picking up Bibles. There's this whole, I don't know, it looks like, a huge portion of this room, and there's all these Bibles stacked, and all kind of Christian literature, and some food. Little bit of food, mostly all Bibles, okay? And it shows him picking up the Bibles, they're translated into Arabic, before stating, quote, because you can hear his voice, a large quantity of evangelization and Christianization books have fallen into the hands of the Mujahideen of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. The um, And he said, this this is the Holy Bible. The sign at the top left of the video frame reads, quote, There are things even more dangerous than chemical weapons. Beware the preaching campaigns. They're right. They're right. My comment? They're right. That is right. Because it is very, very dangerous to Satan's agenda, which the Islamic butchers will die to fulfill. These Bibles are very, very, they're the most dangerous things in the country to Satan's agenda. Okay? And these Islamists, as demon-possessed as they are, recognize this. That's why they put that sign up that says there are things even more dangerous than chemical weapons. Beware of the preaching campaigns. <laughs> Just shows you we're on the right side. You know what I mean? I mean, not to say we need this for confirmation, but it's it's so it's so blatantly obvious. It's not like they had a a, a handful of um, uh, you know Hindu 
religious texts fall into their hands and they're doing this. The only religion on planet Earth that any devil death cult really cares about stopping is true Bible-believing Christianity. It's the only one that matters. And they know it deep down. And they're admitting to that. They exploit the need of the Syrian people. This is what they, they're saying in the video. These, these terrible people that sent these Bibles and this food. Okay? It says they exploit the need of the Syrian people to spread the Christian thought. Oh, and, and I tell you, Islam is really bore such greater fruit than your own religion. You know, but then it says, the, the man states, and then he says, they're distributing it with swine meat products. They fool the gullible children with it. Oh, swine meat. Oh, anything but that. You know, anything but that. I, I love the Muslims because they're just the masters of straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. They'll go and rape you know, some little girl, uh, and, and say, you know, or, or, or have some temporary marriage with a little girl and rape her. And they'll strain at the gnat of eating a pork product. And say, one will basically, you know, d damn you to hell, and the other, you know, is, is permissible. It's permissible to rape little girls, though. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's just, the irony is so off the hook. So, going further, really large quantities of evangelization and Christianization books brought by Western organizations, exploiting the needs of Christian of Syrian students or citizens. He adds, then, before reading out the message written on the sign, O nation of Muhammad, wake up. There are things even more dangerous than chemical weapons. Beware of the preaching campaigns. <laughs> yeah. Because that's their only hope. Their only hope is the word of God. Their only hope is getting saved. And they know that. And the Islamists are going to fight tooth and nail to make sure nobody gets saved. Because they are of their father the devil, and of his lust, and of his works, they will do. The seizure of food merely because it contains pork is particularly galling, given the fact that more than 4 million Syrians have been displaced, and many of them are desperate for food amid skyrocketing prices. So not only do they have no home anymore, thanks to these wonderful Pfizer rebels. And they have a lot of them, the women, they have to flee across the border, okay? And then they get raped in Turkey. And like the one lady that she came back with her four daughters and set herself on fire to make a point. <laughs> uh, and they're desperate for food as well. God bless them. I mean, I pray to God all their souls be saved, and I pray to God that God deliver them out of the hands of these wicked, evil devils. And I, I just, I just pray to God he, he has have mercy on them. Because I can't even imagine being in that situation. Next report. Precious little girl dismembered while she is still alive by Obama's psychotic Syrian rebels. According to Mother Agnes, a Catholic nun who has been living in Syria for 20 years and has been reporting actively on what is going on in the war-ravaged country. In fact, rather than blaming the Syrian government for terrorist atrocities taking place across Syria, Mother Agnes blames the Obama-backed Syrian rebels and claims that the atrocities being carried out by them far outweigh any type of actions taken by the Assad-backed Syrian government forces including dismembering a live, young Syrian girl. RT, Russia Today, said, Do you know of anything about the fate of the hostage, hostages in 
Lataka, Latakia, Latakia. This is, they said this to this Mother Agnes, this nun lady. She says, in the village of Estribia, they massacred all the residents and burnt down their houses. In the village of Al-Krakata, almost all 37 locals were killed. Only 10 people were able to escape. A total of 12 Alawite villages were subjected to this horrendous attack. That was a true slaughterhouse. People were mutilated and beheaded. Um, there is even a video that shows a girl being dismembered alive. A girl. A little girl. Frame, uh, it says, she was being dismembered alive by a frame saw. The final death toll exceeded 400, with 150 to 200 people taken hostages. Later, some of the hostages were killed, their deaths filmed. Should the United States be allied with this radical Islamic jihadist that dismember little girls while they're still alive? Thank you, Obama, for your service to this country, you devil from the pit of hell. That question sounds ridiculously absurd, but that is precisely what Barack Obama is proposing. Obama wants the United States to go to war so that it will be easier for Al-Qaeda Christian killers to take over Syria. Let me tell you, Obama, you and your devil handlers, you are going to burn so white hot in the lake of fire, you can't even imagine what's coming. You have no comprehension of your punishment. You devils, may God rain down his fury on every one of you devils this moment. May all of your wicked evil plans be destroyed. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, His angelic host, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You slime bag. It just goes on and on and on with this stuff. Next report. Convert to Islam or die. Obama's rebels. Is this what is coming to America? Barack Obama's Free Syrian Army rebels made a shocking announcement to the Christian country, to the Christians in the country of Syria. Convert to Islam or be beheaded. Now, absolutely, it's coming to this country. Okay, absolutely, 100%. If, if, if they have any type of foothold, this is exactly what they would do. While Barack Obama and certain members of the U.S. government continue to back sites upon the government of Syria, back strikes upon the government of Syria, if they do not hand over chemical weapons, I don't know about the rest of America, but this crosses my red line, and a call to Obama... Um, and they give a number here, and the Congress, and they give a link to that, for backing the rebels who are doing this practice are in order today. Barack Obama supports beheading of children. The Barack Obama-backed terrorists in Syria are beheading for religion, not for revolution. Is this what is coming to America? No wonder they bought all those guillotines, which was once a conspiracy conspiracy theory seen, and now what is actually called a conspiracy fact, and there's links to those on how they bought all these guillotines. And I've, I've got into that in times past as well. Next report. The Second Amendment only applies to Al-Qaeda. The President Barack Obama accelerated firearms shipments to Al-Qaeda on the same very same day. He accelerated firearms shipments to Al-Qaeda. These same butcher devils that we've been talking about. He accelerated firearms shipments to them. On the very same day, he demanded more gun control for America in the wake of the D.C. Navy shooting, which was all a pre-arranged bunch of garbage. There's, there, there's so many reports regarding all of the scams and lies and, and deceit regarding that thing and that it was a government op that I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with. So, Obama waived a provision in federal law specifically designed to keep the U.S. government from supplying firearms uh, to terrorists such as Al-Qaeda. So he waived this provision. 
which would of which would have kept the U.S. government from supplying firearms to terrorists, such as Al-Qaeda. No, 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 no. Obama says, no, no, we can't have that. we got to supply them. What are you talking about? I'm going to stop that. This is according to the Washington Examiner. Mainline garbage drivel. Citing his authority under the Arms Export Control Act, the president declared Monday that he would waive the prohibitions in sections 40 and 40A of the AECA related to such a transaction. That way they can get all their guns and keep on a butchering. No longer will Obama need to rely on the CIA to give free guns to the Islamic extremists in Syria. Now he will make the transfers openly with this transparent government initiative. On the same day as his overt approval for arms to Al-Qaeda, Obama announced that he is drafting executive orders for more gun control for you and I. We have gone about implementing the executive actions that were part of the president's plan to take action to reduce gun violence, even though they've created all of these things, and even though it's a statistical fact that the more you take away guns in a free society, the more gun violence continues to skyrocket, because it gets to the point where only the criminals and the criminal government have the guns, which is exactly what they want, okay? This thing about implementing executive actions, it says we've gone about implementing the executive actions that were part of the president's plan to take action to reduce gun violence. This was from the White House Press Secretary, Jay Carney, said after the Navy Yard shooting. In essence, Obama will act on his own to force firearm restrictions onto American people, and if Congress would like to join him later, they're welcome to do so. But he doesn't need their permission. He has already has allies in Congress drooling to disarm law-abiding citizens. Um, and good old uh, reptile Senator Dianne Feinstein says, "When oh, she is so hideous. When will enough be enough? I mean, just the evil. The, just the absolute, total, unmitigated evil. I mean... I look at um uh John Kerry. I mean, he looks like something out of a horror movie now. That guy is so demon, darkly demon possessed. I mean, he's just, he's always like looking down. His eyes are all. He just, I mean, the guy looks like he, he's literally trying. He's like some kind of. Uh, from central casting for some kind of B-rated horror movie. I mean, they're literally starting to look more and more and more like their father, the devil, almost every single time I see them, these people. They can't hide it anymore. Okay? But good old Diane, uh, Senator Diane Feinstein, the one that said, has stated way, way, way in the past that she wants the guns of every American, said, when will enough be enough? Congress must stop shirking its responsibility and resume a thoughtful debate on gun violence in this country. We must do more to stop this endless loss of life. Too bad you don't care about all the endless loss of life over in the Middle East, but you're back in that endless loss of life, right? Killing all the Christians and raping all the women over there and making sure you create as much misery and havoc and and agony over there as possible. That's okay, though. That's fine, because we fund that. Okay? Yet, the contrary to that statement, Feinstein approves of Obama's plan for war in Syria. Well, which, why would that surprise me? Okay, Which would place the U.S. military on the side of Al-Qaeda rebels. We're already on that side. Who are beheading Syrian Christians with cinder blocks and machetes. Obama's not content with rebels only being armed with knives, however, as his administration prepares to further arm terrorists with automatic weapons, which he does not believe automatic which he does not believe law-abiding citizens should own. Think about the irony of that. We're going to put 
fully automatic weapons in the hands of these same devil butchers that are going over there and saying, we're going to behead you, you're going to die, we're going to rape all the women, we're going to steal everything you've got, you know, we're, we're going to commit every atrocity on the planet. These are the people on planet Earth that should not be armed. Okay, We're going to arm them, and we're going to take away your guns, law-abiding, Second Amendment-believing, uh, pro-government, or, or pro-constitution, pro-life, Bible-believing person in America. I'm not saying that everybody would fall in that classification, but that's what they're saying. <laughs> no irony there, again. Um, so, going further here, <laughs> federal agencies are already drying up gun supplies in America with massive firearm and ammunition purchases, which drive private gun owners out of the market. This is essentially a backdoor gun control. In a recent... In a recent purchase, the Department of Defense bought millions of rounds of Soviet 7.62 by 39 millimeter ammo in nearly 600,000 AK-47 magazines. AK-47 magazines, which are chambered in 7.26, um, are commonly used by American gun owners, but not American military. So they're trying to buy up in, in all the supplies of all of these common calibers in the magazines. They are also used regularly by Al-Qaeda and other terrorist groups around the world. So they can, they can just give them to them. We can't buy them, and then they can give them to their terrorist buddies over there. They're committing all of these unbelievably indescribable horrific atrocities. You know? That's America for you, you know? Spreading the, uh, spreading the love. So, um, in his effort to reduce violence, Obama's arming Al-Qaeda extremists while peacefully, while disarming peaceful Americans. Well, that's, that's what Obama's all about. Next report. Islamic terror groups are killing Christians all over the world, and Obama wants us to ally with them. We're already allied with them. The largest Muslim Brotherhood Hamas front group in America is the Council on American-Islamic Relations, or CARE. After three years of litigation in federal court in Washington, the AFLC has uncovered facts demonstrating that CARE has been running a global criminal money laundering operation out of the nation's capital. Well, that's the same place Obama has installed all of these Islamic extremists in high office that I've documented. And he is a Muslim, so why? I mean, he was raised a Muslim. So why wouldn't we, why would this, any of this really surprise us? The money laundering scheme was discovered in the course of legal discovery in unrelated federal litigation arising out of the allegations of five care of CARE's former clients that CARE defrauded them by failing to provide the legal services they had been promised. See, there, there, is, no, there is no integrity with Islam. There is none. They are evil. They will defraud, lie, cheat, steal, rape. They will do anything as long as they think that they can get away with it, and as long as they think that it's in the parameters of, of Islam. And if you're an infidel, if you're considered an infidel in any way, shape, or form, they can do anything they want to you that they want, because they're justified in that. While CARE bills itself as the nation's largest Muslim civil rights organization, it has been named by the U.S. Department of Justice and Federal Litigation as a Muslim Brotherhood Hamas front group, and as an unindicted co-conspirator in, in the Holy Land Foundation criminal trial, the nation's largest terrorism finance prosecution to date, resulting in convictions in 2008 for all five leaders of the terrorist financing ring operating in the Holy Land Foundation Muslim charity. Prison sentences range from 20 to 65 years. In the midst of gathering evidence, AFLC discovered a massive criminal 
uh, money laundering organization run out of CARE's D.C.'s offices. The scheme was created in 2005 by CARE, which at the time was an IRS-approved 501c3, c4 lobbying organization. CARE's problem was that as a registered lobbying group, it had to report to the IRS the source of funds received anything over $5,000. The specific problem was that CARE was receiving millions of dollars from oil-rich Gulf nations. Remember that petrodollar? From the, from the Arab lands, they were receiving millions from oil-rich Gulf nations. The same who, and their whole agenda is advance Islam. Okay? The same sources who were also financing the Muslim Brotherhood to prepare for the Arab Spring and even Al-Qaeda operations in Af- Iraq and Afghanistan. And, and we're behind that. We're enabling all of this to happen. We're encouraging all of this. And I mean our government. Okay, and you could say, okay, well, the Zionist bankers control them. Okay, true. Okay, the, the Illuminati. Who controls them? Satan? The fallen angels? Yep. So it's very, very near and dear to Satan, the fallen angels, the Zionist Illuminati bankers, the, the 13 families of the Illuminati, right on down to all of the little puppets they have on a string, like Obama. Okay, so I'm acknowledging all of that. Let's go further here. Um... And when I say Zionist, I mean the, what Jesus Christ was talking about. You call yourselves Jews, but you're actually at the synagogue of Satan. Okay, that's who I'm, I'm in reference to here. So, let's go further. Um, they, okay, so these are the same sources they were receiving from the Muslim Brotherhood to prepare for the Arab Spring and even Al-Qaeda operations in Iraq and Afghanistan. CARE's expensive headquarters in the nation's capital was financed with a $1 million grant from the Saudi Arabian Bank. At one point, CARE even sought $1 million from Libya's now-dead Muammar Gaddafi in an effort to distribute to American Muslim Americans Qurans with an Islamic translation and commentary together with the Muslim Brotherhood literature. To avoid reporting these millions of dollars from dubious Islamist sources and to avoid registering as an agent for a foreign sovereign, as required by federal law, CARE created a separate company called CARE Foundation, Inc. to serve as an IRS-approved 501c3 charitable organization. The result is that CARE now receives millions of dollars from foreign Islamist sources every year, but only has to report the amounts of its income and not its sources. Um, <laughs> and again, they get all of this protection. And it's all by design. CARE then transfers these monies to the CARE Foundation as loans or grants, and then the CARE Foundation then only has to report its source as CARE. The result is a criminal money laundering operation that allows CARE to funnel millions of dollars from dubious foreign sources into a lobbying group fronting as a charity without the legally required disclosure of sources. CARE's criminal financial operations raise a whole host of questions the IRS and the Department of Justice should be investigating. The obvious reason to be asked now is whether the IRS can get past its politically motivated witch hunt of the Tea Party. Oh no, they're not going to go after the Muslims. The IRS, no way. <laughs> no, they're evil. They're pure evil. And they're going to they're gonna let the Muslims do whatever they want to do. Absolutely. Um, so, um, and whether the, the Department of Justice will uh, finally prosecute CARE and its founders for their direct and indirect involvement in material support of terrorism. No, they're not going to prosecute them for nothing. They're going to let them get away with all of it. Because they're all interyoked and intertwined. And they, you know, their agendas are the same. Kill, steal, Detroit. Kill, steal, Detroit. Destroy. Just like their father, Satan. So here's the next report 
Obama's Congress opens with the Muslim Imam's prayer to Allah. This is a quote by our illustrious President Barack Hussein Obama, good Muslim. He said, quote, the sweetest sound I know is the Muslim call to prayer. Why? Because that's how he got up, you know, every morning. That's how he was raised. That was a quote from him. Legitimately. So, on July 31st, 2013, Imam Talib Sharif of the Majidid Muhammad in Washington, D.C., opened a session of the United States Congress with a prayer on Capitol Hill. This is the America that Obama has been working so hard to create. This is the mission statement of the mosque where Talib Sharif is from. This is from their website. This is their mission statement. Quote, to be a model, productive, involved Islamic community, notably contributing to the gross solutions and betterment of D.C., and the National Capital Region, with establishments in religion, education, training, health and human services, housing for a community that G-D established, okay, that means I guess their version of God, exemplifying the universal teachings and life example of the Prophet Muhammad. My comment, mainly the example they're trying to emulate is mainly his sick, this is the Prophet Muhammad, his sick perverted example of pedophilia by marrying Aisha at the age of six and then raping her at the age of nine. Is that the example they're in reference to? I'm just curious. I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's play this video where we can actually hear this prayer. This just, um, yeah, this was July 31st, 2013. And um, here we see him with his little Muslim hat on. And he's in front of uh, Congress here, opens Congress with a prayer. It's kind of a low volume. And this is sponsored by CARE, who we just talked about. Here comes Boehner. He's going up to his highly lofty position there. The House will be in order. Prayer will be offered today by our guest chaplain, uh, Ayman Talib Sharif. Mesjed Muhammad, Washington, D.C. Let us pray. Almighty God, the merciful. Now remember, he's not praying to the God of the Bible. He's praying to Allah. Though, but it's so convenient because they, when they say God, they don't have to say Allah every time. If they're in, if they're in their, their stricter s- circles, they'll, they'll pray to Allah, who they consider God. Allah is nothing but the, a fallen angel moon god. I've documented that over and over. It's a pagan deity that was very, very prevalent in Arabia before Islam ever got started. All they did is repackage him into the into the religion of Islam. Okay, that's all it is. It is not the God of the Bible. If it was the God of the Bible, he would be following the Bible. That's why they have a totally separate book they follow and all these other unholy writings, like every other devil death cult on the planet. Because they're not of God. The wise, the most high possessor of greatness, we stand and humbly beseech your divine providence upon this House of Representatives. Grant them clear vision and legislative acumen as they navigate the waters of our national issues. Grant them insight and wisdom and bless them to follow the logic to its logical conclusion. Grant them the quality of excellence in planning, both short and long term, 
that focuses on the right thing, the right way, at the right time. As we pledge one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. One nation under our In acknowledging you, God, who created us all and cares about us all equally, bless this house to be reflective of e pluribus unum, the many diverse, wonderful, beautiful expressions of human life that have contributed to the beauty. And, and yet Islam is the most intolerant death cult on the planet. I just gave you two hours of evidence of that today alone. Not to mention untold hours in previous teachings. How unbelievably intolerant. But this is the nice, happy, glad-handing face of Islam that we'll see on TV. You know, to make us think, oh, they're just like us. They're tolerant. They're a religion of peace. They're not really bad guys. They want what we want. No, they don't. No, they don't. And strength of America. And bless them to have always the right perception. I, I can't help but look at this guy. It looks like he's got like this little... He's praying with his eyes closed. But it's almost like you can see he's got this little smirk. You can almost tell it's almost like, oh man, I am so... These, these idiots have, don't even have a clue who I'm even praying to or what my agenda is. And I don't have to say a word about it because I can... Allah was the best of all deceivers and I'm supposed to follow my creator or, or my, my God. Is how they look at it. Of our nation. That first of all, this nation is a gift from you. And under you, God, we are responsible for how we treat everything. Amen. This nation isn't a gift from Allah. And that was a care propaganda video. That was from C-SPAN. Uh, you could see the C-SPAN logo, and it was it was definitely legitimate. Um, and that happened um, back at the end of July here. So um, let's go further here. Coming soon, America's own Islamic no-go zones. Coming soon to dozens of locations across the United States, America will will ha have no-go zones where Muslims install their own courts, their own government, justice, and punishment, much like the zones that already exist in the European Union where they're at a much more advanced um, state. That's according to Martin Maurer of the Christian Ac Action Network. His organization has been so strong in its opposition to radical Muslim expansion in the U.S. He has been targeted in a $30 million defamation lawsuit by a group called Muslims of America, founded by Pakistani Sheikh Mubarak Ali Gilani. So these devils have the audacity to bring a $30 million defamation lawsuit against this guy just documenting what they're trying to do, okay? And this is out of World Daily Net here, okay? $30 million, all oh, the poor Muslims. If anybody deserves a break, it's them, right? I mean, come on, look at the last two hours. Don't you think they deserve a break for once, you know? They just always get in the short end of the stick, Always coming out, you know, that they're the good guys, obviously, and, and, and it's just it's just wrong. It's just really wrong. So the claims are that Muslims of the Americas was damaged by CAN's publication that's an acronym for the Christian Action Network, CAN's publication of the book, quote, Twilight in America, the untold story of the Islamist terrorist training camps inside America. Remember what I've been talking about? These have been documented? 
oh, no, we're going to sue you for $30 million for documenting the obvious because we want to keep it all under wraps. So we're going to sue you for $30 million. <laughs> You devils. The book accuses Muslims of the Americas of acting as a front for the radical Islamist group Jamaat al-Fukra. Mount Mayer recently told Fox News that the leaders of the Muslim organization feel they have to defend themselves to their own members because he would have expected the case to be dropped. Um, it is based on the claims of a former New York informant who posed as a member of the Muslims groups and alleged it was involved in street crimes, drugs, brothels, unemployment, fraud, and other offenses. Well, of course. Anything evil the Muslims are going to be a part of. And yet they'll act like they're so much better than everyone. We're so much better. And, ugh, I don't even want to get into that. There is no question that the terror training camps exist across the U.S., according to a documentary entitled Homegrown Jihad, the terrorist camps in the U.S. There's a link to that. There are nearly three dozen, and I played you the video clips in previous studies, there are three dozen Islamist terrorist training compounds operating under the name Muslims of Americas. And those are just the ones we know about. There's a lot of these that are called sleeper cells, and they're not, they're not known. Okay? The documentary states, under the leadership of the radical Pakistani cleric Sheikh Mubarak Ghalani, Muslims of Americas has thousands of devoted followers who are being groomed for homegrown jihad. They're just waiting. They're just waiting. And you can actually get a, there's a link here to get a copy of that book, Homegrown Jihad. The project by Can quote, exposes these dangerous terrorist compounds and reveals for the first time a secret training tape in which American Muslims are recruited to join one of the most advanced training courses in Islamic military warfare right here in America. Okay, this is the most advanced training courses in Islamic military warfare. Guess where it's all this military warfare training is taking place? On American soil. Well, we know they want to kill us. We know all you have to do is look around the world to see what they're all about every single day. And you think they're doing that for no reason? Obviously, it's to enact whatever they're going to do in America. Training includes instructions in explosives, kidnappings, murder, firing weapons, and guerrilla warfare. The documentary explains. Mayer told World Daily Net he has now learned that the Muslim organization is attempting to model the previously secretive training camps after the European no-go zones. Across the EU, there are enclaves where Muslims make up almost 100% of the population. They have been known to set up Sharia religious law courts alongside secular court systems. They exert control over every facet of life, up to and including applying Islamic limits to what people do, say, wear, and believe. What they're trying to do is step up from the training camp, the secret of plotting location, and become their own state within a state. Law enforcement often is afraid to even enter such zones. Oh, that's good. We're in America. Okay? And the, the law enforcement doesn't even want to go there. They said they want to connect all the dots of these terrorist Islamic training camps and link all the no-go zones together. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is so insane. Dearborn, Michigan, where hundreds of thousands of Muslims have settled, is an example, he said, their city and police officials have been sued in many cases that allow, and we, we're allowing all of this. Our government is allowing this unbelievable behavior to take place here. With all of these examples that are occurring every day on a worldwide basis, we're funding them, we're behind them, now with Obama more than ever, and we're 
turning our we're, we're just we're turning a blind eye when all of this is going on in our own soil. It's unbelievable. Um, the in Dearborn, Michigan, their city and police officials have been sued in many cases that allege discrimination. Oh, discrimination against Muslims, effectively by applying Sharia law. Oh, we can't have that. Anybody deserves to not be discriminated against. It's it's Islam. No, they should all be deported. They should. They, I mean, anyone that has any type of Islamic extremist. But the problem is, is even the moderates. They're the ones that make the money to go into a lot of the radicals. It's just the problem is, 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 is their agenda is their agenda is their agenda and it will not change. So, I mean, <laughs> World Daily Net's own reporting on this issue has revealed some surprising elements in America. The report said Jamaat al-Fukra, known in the U.S. as Muslims of America, owns or is leasing hundreds of acres of property from New York to California, in which the leader boasts of conducting, quote, the most advanced training courses in Islamic military warfare. In a captured recruitment video, he states in English, quote, we are fighting to destroy the enemy. That's why they're here. That's why they're training on our soil. And that's why they're training overseas as well. We are the great Satan. Does that mean I think America's perfect? No, I don't. And yes, we have committed atrocities. Our government has committed atrocities. I'm talking about, you know, God-fearing, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, you know what I mean? Pro-Constitution, pro-prepper people. That would be one of their main targets, I would believe. And that's one of the main targets of our own government, and they will use these type of types of people to come after us, and for the excuse for martial law, because if they go and they, and they implement a whole bunch of false flag things on our soil, which is what they've been planning to do for years, contaminating large municipal water supplies alone would, would create <laughs> untold havoc. False flag, um, small, dirty bomb suitcase nukes, which have went missing in multiple locations over the years in the Middle East and Russia. That would be another scenario. Um, when I first learned about this a long time ago, them literally spreading one of these biological, uh, like anthrax or some biological that they can get their hands on. They can literally go down the highway with what is called as a venturi that they're loaded in and just dump this stuff into it and just release it on onto the under the highway systems just in, in like a like a van or something that maybe has a hole in the middle and dump all the stuff onto the highway where it's going to go into you know the um the windows and the and the uh the uh vent systems particularly if it's a time of year where people would have their windows down or their vents on, where they're allowing the air to come in. Yeah, you could do it that way. Or you get on in a um, a little um, commercial airplane, and um, um, like a private airplane. I mean, one of, like a Cessna or something. And you can go up there with a Venturi and release it over a whole area. There's all kind of ways they can do it. And I learned about this man way back. It's just amazing that it hasn't happened yet. I mean, thank God it hasn't. But I believe it's coming. So they say in the captured recruitment video, in English, he says, we are fighting to destroy the enemy. That's, that's you and I. Okay. The recruitment video shows American converts uh, to Islam being instructed in the operation of AK-47 rifles, 
rocket launchers and machine guns and C4 explosives. It provides instruction on how to kidnap Americans, kill them, and how to conduct sabotage and subversive operations. Can you imagine if this was any kind of Christian organization doing this? They would have been shut down so long ago and exposed and been front page news. It wouldn't have been funny. But these guys can literally get away with this. And we've got all the proof. And we'll just turn a blind eye. Our government. Yeah, we'll just let them keep going. Jamaat al-Fukra's attacks on American soil, and they've already attacked American soil, range from bombings, bombings to murder, uh, to murder, to plots to blow up U.S. landmarks. A 2006 Department of Justice report states that they have more than 35 suspected communes and more than 3,000 members spread across the United States, all in support of one goal, the purification of Islam through violence. In 2005, the Department of Homeland Security predicted the group would continue to carry out attacks in the U.S. And again, my comment, and yet the government just continues to look the other way and actually help and empower these demon-possessed devils to just keep on carrying out their agenda. Wall Street Journal reporter Daniel Pearl was attempting to interview Jamaat al-Fukra's leader in 2002. This is Wall Street Journal when he was kidnapped and later beheaded. These are the same people that have all these terror compounds on U.S. soil. And you know what? Where most of the terror compounds are at? I saw a little map there. FEMA Region 3. I just put that two and two together just now. Most of them are in FEMA Region 3. Going into Virginia, if you look at the dots on the map that I had seen earlier... That's where they most of them are. So maybe this is how they're going to enact martial law. Maybe this is the October surprise. Maybe it has something to do with the government shutdown that they're saying is looming here. Or some type of pandemic outbreak. I can't say 100% for sure. I'm just kind of throwing out some different um, scenarios on the way that I'm seeing it possibly could go down. Okay, so I'm looking at a map here. There's a little trailer you can watch on this, and the majority of these terrorist camps are in FEMA Region 3. North Carolina, where I live, there's not one. But above it and below it, there are. They're, they're in South Carolina. There's one in South Carolina. There's two in Georgia. A whole boatload in Virginia. And up into the... But it's all... So if they were getting ready in conjunction with our government, who's protected them, to get ready to, to unleash something, FEMA Region 3, with all this stuff that I've been talking about, well, they've got their terrorist cells all set up. Now, there's one in Texas, there's one in Oklahoma, but I'm, not, I'm talking about where they have their biggest networks is FEMA Region 3 by far. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm not saying that's the case, but it would definitely be one of the cards that I know... I believe 100% will be played in the future. We haven't nurtured this network and protected it and let and given it all kind of special protected rights and armed it for no reason. The New World Order is going to turn the dogs loose sooner or later, and this is one of the dogs they're going to turn loose. So to end this article, it says um, one year later after... Um, uh, this is after the Daniel Pearl was beheaded from the Wall Street Journal. Lyman Faris, a member of both Jamaat al 
Fukra and Al-Qaeda pleaded guilty in federal court to a plot to blow up the Brooklyn Bridge. So all of this stuff has been supposedly averted up until now, and, it, and I believe um, the Lord's been gracious and merciful to us, but uh, again, what's coming here in the next uh, while here, in the next two months, October, November, uh, just need to be on our knees praying about this, um, preparing body, soul, spirit, uh, drawing close to the Lord Jesus Christ, and um, I praying for the Lord's will and praying that if it be His will that that He would um, expose these wicked, evil plots, uh, that many people would be saved as a result of that, and that if it be His will that He would not only expose them but stop them. But I like I know He's done many times in the past, but I also know that there's going to come a day when this stuff happens because. We have to have the book of Revelation of Daniel being fulfilled in other books of the Bible. And in order for that to happen, we have to have the Antichrist and the false prophet coming, and there's a lot of things that are going to have to lead up to that. So that's all I have for today. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. We do praise you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. I pray, praise you and thank you most of all, Lord God, for the gift of salvation, for what Jesus Christ did through his death, burial, and resurrection, for what he did on the cross to save our souls. We thank you, we praise you for these things. I do pray, God, that um, you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable on your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, that you would intervene in all of these wicked, evil things that we have covered today, Lord, that you would expose them, Lord, that you would deliver these poor people that are under all of this, the, the Christians and, and even the women, Lord, that are in... Uh, and the children that are in Islam, Lord God, that you would deliver them and save them, that you would show them the love of God, not the hate of Islam, Lord, because that's probably all they've ever known. I pray, Lord God, you would deliver them and save their souls, Lord, for it's your will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. And that what Satan intended for evil, Lord, I pray you would use for good. And that you expose this wicked, evil government that we have, particularly in America, Lord God. And that you would destroy these evil devils that will not repent of their wicked works and their handlers as well. That you go after them. And that you go after the devils and the demons and the fallen angels that are behind them, God. That you would dispatch your holy angels toward this end. That the sword of the Spirit would devour this wickedness. As you said in your word, is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. And that the blood of Jesus Christ would be against our enemies, against your enemies, against these wicked, evil people, demon-possessed, that we have talked about here today. If it be possible, I pray their souls be saved, Lord. But we claim Psalm 64 against them in regard that all men... Um, that God would shoot at them with an arrow, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of your doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you, and all the upright heart would glory, Lord, that your name be glorified, that many would be saved. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.